Hornet fans, welcome in live here on our Taco Casa pregame show. Got a really special treat for you uh, this evening. It's going to be a good one. Thanks for listening in on your way up here to Palestine. Uh, just a, what a what a night. What a, what a day. We had a uh, fantastic talk with Coach uh, Kimball. We're going to bring that to you here in a moment as we get to honor Coach Kimball uh, for achieving his 500 career win on Friday night there at Rusk in a dramatic game that was turned out uh, the right direction for the Hornets in the last second. But uh, it was it was crazy, but man, it was so cool. And then we got to celebrate him. And uh, listen, Coach Kimball's a guy who really just, uh, he deflects and does not want the the attention uh, and the spotlight put on himself uh, very often. But listen, I also believe in a uh, in a, in a principle to, to give honor to where honor is, is due. And so I think we're going to do that today uh, for you. You get to hear uh, some of it throughout the broadcast, but also just going to bring you an extra extended uh, pregame show that I hope that you're able to listen to here on the way in. We're going to do this on Tuesday and also on Friday for you as well. And so in case you missed a Tuesday, you can always catch it again, uh, the replay on Friday before uh, the home game uh, for the Hornets there against uh, Jacksonville for senior night. So we're going to do that. Uh, what a great time uh, to be here. Thanks for listening in. We want to thank all of our sponsors, but specifically here in our pregame show, the Taco Casa pregame show, Taco Casa, real fresh, real food, real good. When we come back, we're going to bring you uh, part uh, part one of a two-part conversation with Coach Glenn Kimball. Uh, buckle up. It's it's a good one. I really think you're going to enjoy it. Uh, we kind of caught him by surprise on a couple things and uh, just a treat we to talk to Coach Kimball. We could talk to about baseball for hours and, and that's what we did this morning. It was fantastic, but you're going to get to hear about 40 minutes out of this conversation. And so uh, thanks for being with us. Uh, we'll come back from a quick break and we'll talk with head coach of our Hudson Hornets, Glenn Kimball, here on Next Play Sports. Taco Casa is a taco destination for Next Play Sports. It doesn't take any convincing for me to stop what I'm doing for a crunchy taco, super burrito, nachos, or even a chili burger. Share your favorite menu item with us on our Twitter feed at Next Play Sports. Taco Casa, serving Lufkin and Nacogdoches, real fresh, real food, real good. Breakfast is better with Chick-fil-A South Loop Crossing. Your Saturday morning shines a little brighter with my personal favorite, a chicken biscuit with American cheese, hash browns, and a large Dr. Pepper. Or maybe you try my wife's favorite, a hash brown scramble bowl with extra cheese and a large unsweet tea. Whatever you choose, there's no bad choice. Chick-fil-A South Loop Crossing, proud supporter on Next Play Sports. Now for a special uh, Taco Casa pregame show uh, with our head coach of our Hornets, Glenn Kimball. Uh, coach, uh, congratulations! Thanks for uh, making some time. You get a, a, a very busy schedule, and uh, thanks some time. Thanks for taking some time here in the pregame to be able to uh, talk, shoot the breeze, and do one of the things that uh, that that you like to do the least, and that's any kind of attention and focus on yourself. But, uh, Coach, uh, congratulations on the win, and, and thanks for taking some time with us this morning. Thank you, man. It's my pleasure to be here. Coach, uh, I want to uh, – 500 wins, it's a lot. Uh, 500 uh, of anything, you know, it, it's it, it's a lot. But uh, I'll tell you this. Do you think that you've caught – like when you look at your, your baseball wins to fish-caught ratio, how does that how does that stack up? Well, actually, this last weekend uh, I was fishing belts tournament, uh, and I started thinking it's easier to win games than catch fish because <laughs> we kind of struggled. So, uh, but, yes, normally you catch more fish than games. But uh, this weekend it wasn't that way. It, Coach um, – it's a it's a long career. It's unique for you in the fact that uh, you've got all of your head coach uh, head coach wins here at Hudson. I mean, it's this is all, all 500 have been uh, on this field. It's a long time. Uh, 
Coach, tell me about some of the games. Are there any games that stand out to you when you look back on, man, these, were, these are some cool stories. I know, I mean, you, we've talked in your office uh, multiple times. You've got newspaper articles and you've got magazine covers. Um, whatever you look at some of the games that, that, that your teams have played in the past, any games that stand out to you? Well, I've got a couple that, you know, my first playoff win here um, in 2001, uh, we were picked sixth in the district that year out of eight teams and probably should have finished there, but we didn't. We, we ended up winning the district, and uh, we got in a, a second-round playoff game because we in, that, in those days you got to buy. Mm -hmm. And uh, that first game against West, um, we came back from being behind at Lufkin and uh, had to score three runs in the last inning against a kid that was a Baylor commit that was throwing 93. And we came oh, wow. Back. We came back and won that game, and that was one of the ones that always stood out because every hitter – in that last inning, got two strikes, 0-2 count on them. And we were able, in two outs, nobody on base. Really? 0-2 count, 0-2 count, 0-2 count. And we get, we just started getting a single, single, hit batter, single. And then Devin Trotty got the game when it hit to win it. And it was like we'd won a state championship. So that <clears throat> that was a big one um, because that was the first one here. And, and at that time, that team had never, you know, they overachieved. They weren't picked to do much. I think the, the year before, the team was number one in the state, got beat out in the second round. Oh, wow. And this team was, was a bunch of players who nobody gave them any credit. And for them to come and be able to win that game, we didn't win the series. They, we actually came back and lost the series, but that one game stood out as one of the biggest wins. Um, another one was 2005 uh, when we finally beat Lorena. Yeah. Uh, they had knocked us out in 2003, 2004. They were undefeated in one state, 31-0 in 2003. All their players were back except, I believe, Weghorst and uh, – and they were just a, they were probably the best team in the state. At that time, they had five, I believe five D1 commits on the team. They'd beaten us out two years before. Uh, the year before, in 2004, we had a series with them. Uh, Belt shut them out for nine innings. We beat them one to nothing, <laughs> but they won the series. Oh, and then, wow. we, then in 2005, I had to win four flips to get a one-game series with them. Four flips? We had all different kinds. You okay. start all different kind of flips. They can flip for anything. But I, won, I finally got it in one game, and, you know, that was a big question. You know, at the time, why would you do that? Because you had belt and music to pitch, but they had five guys. <laughs> and so I, I just sat at home. I was thinking about it. You know, at that time, for us to win the series, we basically needed music and belt to win their games. Yeah. And I just thought, well, you know, if we get into a game three situation with them, we're in a little bit of trouble because they had a, <laughs> they had five that were really good. So yeah. I you know, I felt like if Music and Belt both win their games, you know, for us to win the series, then wouldn't it be easier to win one game and have both of them? Yeah. So that's what we did, you know, and the coach got real upset. He's a friend of mine, but he was real mad at me. He wouldn't know why we, I wouldn't play a series with the team that I had and the team that he had. But I just felt like our best chance to win was to go one game and start Music and bring Belt in relief. Yep. And, you know, it, it didn't look good. They were they were beating us uh -huh. the whole game. They they actually hit they hit Music pretty hard that game. And uh, Belt came in relief and shut them down, and we, we worked our way back and uh, ended up winning the game. And it was it was one of the biggest wins we'd ever had because it got us to the fifth round, wow. which was one round away from state. Yep, that's that's incredible. I, I didn't I didn't realize that. And just to hear you say that, I wanted to go one game. I don't know if I've ever heard those those words it's a, ever since I've been you know following you with this capacity. That's not the norm. That's not the norm for me. Uh, I feel like my coaching staff is is extremely good, and if they get a chance to to look at you and see what you do well, they can take that away from you. And uh, but that that one time, I just felt like you know it was we needed to do that. And because had we have been in the series, we still might have won the series, but we would have lost that first game mm -hmm. because I would not have been able to bring Belt back in to do that to, in relief because yep. he'd have been starting another game. I also would have had to save another pitcher 
to start a game three if we have a game three. So we basically would have lost game one and would have had to come back and sweep those guys with the other with all their pitching that they had, which would have been a tough thing to do. Yeah, it's uh, that's crazy. I, I love that, uh, Coach. Is there? Um, here, here's the question: Is the, with coaching this long and having the relationships that you've got, um, how do you feel like? As a coach, you're kind of like always the coach. Uh, as, as your players grow up, uh, you're, they always look back at you as coach. And so uh, how do you feel like your uh, relationships with past players? I mean, you stay. I'm sure you still stay in contact with, with several guys, right? Yeah, I do. Um, you know, I tell them while I'm coaching them, I'm their coach. I'm not their friend. You know, I have to make decisions. We have to push them. Sometimes they, we have to make them angry at us to, to get what we want out of them. But once they graduate, now I'm their friend. You know, hey, call me if you need anything. And several of them do. You know, I've helped job references and things like that. And, you know, after we won the game Friday night, I think I had over 60 text messages, and most of them were <laughs> ex-players just congratulating on the win because they were part of it. They're the ones who did it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't like the attention for this because it really isn't. I didn't do it. I didn't catch a ball. I didn't throw a ball. I didn't hit a ball. I didn't field a ball. I didn't do anything. All I did was, was have good players with a lot of talent. I've had extremely – extremely good assistant coaches through the years if you look at what we've had it, it's it's crazy at this level to have guys with the knowledge that they have and, and the, the the people that they are to be helping and it's to the point now where I, i'll be honest with you i make schedules and i put them <laughs> on the wall in the dugout i make a practice schedule every day and i put it on the wall and then i i'm able to wander around mm-hmm. you know i don't even have to pick up a fungo i don't have to throw bp unless i just want to i don't have to do that anymore yep. because these guys have been around me. They know what they know what I want. They they know what we, we need to do, and I give them a schedule, and they go. Yep. And I'm able to just and, and and you know, and it's been that way. It's, it's taken years to get to this point, but now, you know, I have the easiest job as far as they. Now I coach third in the games. I make the lineups out, but but the assistant coaches deserve the credit, not me, because they're doing all the hard work, the physical work. What I've done with them, and I learned this, God, 30 years ago, actually back when I was playing football at Lufkin for for Coach Culpepper. The way that all football coaches do is they they have position coaches, you know. And baseball is not really known for that very much, but football has position coaches where every coach is responsible for something. And if something doesn't go right, they have to answer for it. And so in practices, they break it down. If you ever go to a football practice, they'll have defensive individual, offensive individual, and they they every coach does their thing, and then they come together as a team. And we'll, so we do the same thing out here in our practices. You know, in our practice right now, Coach Allen's in charge of the outfielders. Coach Hines has the middle infielders, third base. Coach Music has the catchers and pitchers. I work a little bit first base here and then on the footwork. And then Coach Hines is primarily our hitting coach. I, I, and he and I will discuss things. Mm-hmm. And then, But he'll go do it because yeah. that's what he's responsible for. And so what we do by doing that is they, they have ownership of it. So if an outfielder doesn't go back of a base, before I can even tell them to do that, Coach Allen's already doing that. If a middle infielder needs to take an L route when somebody's stealing, then Coach Hines is on that. So it, it's – they have ownership on their position. If a, clock, if a catcher doesn't block a ball, Coach Music's on them. You know, uh-huh. If a pitcher's not doing things right, Coach Music's on that. So if hitters are struggling, that's one reason we have Tanner in the dugout because hitter, Tanner's our hitting coach. Yep. Well, hitters come over there during the game, and he can just give them little tips during the game. Hey, you might want to do this, do that. Just small little things that you don't even see are going on all the time in our dugout. And so these guys, that's why they deserve the credit. They're doing all the work. I'm just coaching third. <laughs> you know, And you'll see me discussing with those guys during the game if you ever watch. I'm constantly talking to them about situations that are coming up in the future that might come up. What do we want to do here and there? And so we work really well together as a team. And, and that's the thing about all, you know, they give me the credit for this, but this has been going on for 23 years. Right. You know, this hasn't, didn't just start this year. 
and this has been a long a long list of great players and assistant coaches that have worked unselfishly that have put everything out there because we work long yeah we're getting in late at night the season goes a long time they don't get a spring break they don't get, hardly get any days off they miss their families they miss their, their kids that have games they do all this for a high school baseball team right and and they work well and it's it's cool to see one thing i've talked to coach allen about in our pregames because you know <clears throat> if if our listeners don't know um you're superstitious. I don't. I, you're you're, um, you're one of these guys that um, you want to keep it the same. If it's working, we're, we're gonna we're gonna keep it going, and it's and it's uh, it's laughable. I've never once heard you before a season say, "Man, I think we got a real shot this year." You've always been like, "I've always got." Well, we'll see. We'll see how the team comes together because you don't want to like. It's like a jinx you don't want to put on it. But uh, something that that Coach Allen was saying was the culture with the team this year. It seems strong. Your dugout seems strong. It seems like. Um, that everyone feels together and, and they're rolling in the right direction. Uh, that starts at the top and, and works its way through, and we've got to have everybody on the team pulling in the right direction. And I think that goes in, that trickles into your coaching staff, which trickles into your players, uh, and it trickles into a season this year where uh, things have gone pretty well so far. Now, now we're hoping to, to keep it rolling, right? Well, we have a long way to go still. And, you know, every season is different. Every team is different. Um, this team has just got their own personality. We we didn't know what to expect. You know, everybody's telling me now, oh, you were sandbagging. <laughs> no, if you go back and, and look at the start of the season, look at the scrimmages. Yeah. Look at what we did in the scrimmages. We didn't do very well. Mm -hmm. I mean, we got kind of blown out in some scrimmages, and we weren't playing well, and we, we were coming off a year. We graduated 13 guys. Eight of them were pretty much starters. Mm -hmm. Some of them had started three years, and yeah. we were having to replace a lot of names that had been in the lineup for a long time. Now, here there's always going to be talent. If you look through the ranks, there's always players, always going to have them. So it, it's there. It's up to us to figure out where to put them and get them where we need them to be. And, yep. and this year was a little tougher. You know, we had some more challenges to deal with and, and who goes where and who does what. But it was strange because as soon as we started playing, then things kind of started changing. Mm. And the first week we had seven games, and, and that was tough. You know, and then the second week we went to P&G, and we had six games, I believe, that week. And – weren't playing well that second week and then all, we made a few little changes in the lineup changes on defense and then all of a sudden things just started taking off and uh we've been going the right direction you know so um but we still have a long way to go i mean just right. because you know did we think we'd have this many wins at this point no we didn't think so looking at the schedule i mean starting the year off my goodness it was we you know one of the, it looked like one of the toughest schedules we've ever had if not the toughest schedule we've ever had and we didn't even know who was going to be playing where yeah the lineup we have right now is not anywhere close to the lineup that we thought we were going to have. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, you know, you always, for fun, you write your lineup out before the season, and then you just put it away, and then you come <laughs> back at the end of the year and you look at it and you go, man, that's not even close to what I was thinking because you never know. Right. And changes could still be coming. I, yep. I can tell you we had a, a few years ago, we had a kid that was a senior that didn't play the whole year. Uh-huh. And on senior night, we play our seniors. You know, we don't have to. There's no rule that says we have to do that. Right. We've been able to do that for 22 years or 21 years because COVID knocked out a year. But we've been able to do that every year I've been here. I put him in the lineup his senior year, and he went four for four. I remember this. And then the next week was we start the playoffs. I've got to start him because he was four for four. So on fire, yeah. Yeah, and, and then he, the next game he was three for four. And then he just kept hitting all through the playoffs. So we had a change in the lineup on senior night that stayed all the way the rest of the year. Yeah. So, you, you know, I tell the kids never give up. You know, you never know what's going to happen. You're always – one play away from being in there. If you're not in, you know, you never know. And, right. and this kid sat the bench all year, did not show any signs of being able to do that in practice. Right. But he got a chance in the game, 
and you can't ignore four. And they weren't four little hits. I mean, no, they were, they were good. They were. So, they were I mean, solid. the kid did that. So you just never know what's going to happen um, through your lineup. And we still don't know. There still could be things coming because we, we're still not playing as well on defense as I want to play. Right. We're still making too many errors on defense. And, and we, uh, you know, who knows? And, but that's all part of it. That's all part of the process that you love, and that's the thing that you, you've been doing this for, for this long. And uh, I think I've never seen a coach that gets more passionate about two things than um, uh, than you do. One is is executing a bunt play really, really well because, like, your excitement in practice when it's executed well, like in the bunt drills, it's awesome. But then also uh, you hop on the mound and, like, like you are when you're thinking it's not like you're mad out on the field but you, your face stays very like the same like the look you're giving me right now that's that's the look that you all that it's out there but when you can pick off a runner in practice when you're working on your left hand pitcher pickoff moves over to first base i've never seen you just like like i got him like i got him. like you should have been reading this you should have been watching it. but you love left hand pickoff moves you love the bunt coverages you love the small details and i think the small details ultimately in the, in the long run when you get to around four or or farther in the playoffs, it's those small details that, that come into play and having to be able to execute. It, it is. It's always those little things. And as far as left-handed pickoff move, I've told people that's probably the only <laughs> thing I'm good at. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. That's about the only thing that I can really teach. And I, there's some rumors right now in the minor leagues and, and the pros that they're going to take away the left-handed pickoff moves. So I said, when they do that, then I'm, oh, wow. I'm pretty much done because that's all I'm good at. So, But I, I go over that, and I'm, I'm passionate about that with the players because – Against a left-handed pitcher, and I'm giving away some secrets here, they should never be able to pick you off if you're not stealing. Mm. It should be impossible. If, if the kids will do what I'm teaching them to do, yeah. it's impossible. But the ones that I pick off are the ones that aren't doing what I'm teaching them to do. Because yeah. I can I can do a pickoff move and I can show them this is why you got to do it this way. Because if you don't, this is what will happen to you when you face a good move. So if I can get it across to all 20 of them that are on the varsity that this is how you do this, then you'll never see them get picked off by a left-hander. Yeah unless they're stealing yep. and then they're going to go first move we're going to keep going and, if they, and a lot of times you make it anyway so yeah. um, that's something that we teach them but and as far as the bunk coverages and all those things <laughs> those are those i mean those are big things and those are coachable things yeah. a lot, some things in baseball you just can't you, you they're not coachable things right and sometimes the players just have to play but there are certain team defenses a huge thing of mine when a ball's hit i want everybody knowing where they're supposed to be and be there early I want the outfielders playing, thinking to play ahead, and, and I want them in position so we have somebody backing up every throw and everybody's in position on what's going on, and, and that's a big part of what we do. Coach, let's take a quick break. I've got part two of this interview coming up in just a moment. We'll take a quick break on the pregame show, and we'll be right back. Taco Casa is a taco destination for next play sports. It doesn't take any convincing for me to stop what I'm doing for a crunchy taco, super burrito, nachos, or even a chili burger. Share your favorite menu item with us on our Twitter feed at Next Play Sports. Taco Casa, serving Lufkin and Nacogdoches, real fresh, real food, real good. Commercial Bank of Texas was founded in 1901 as a cornerstone of the community, and our commitment to East Texas has never been stronger. Whether we're out coaching Little League or working concessions at the rodeo, volunteering with the Junior League, or raising money for the United Way, all of us at CBTX are all about giving back to hashtag our community. It's time you experience banking Texas style. Stop by today. You'll be glad you did. 
And welcome back now here uh, on Next Play Sports. I'm joined with head coach of our Hornets, Glenn Kimball. Uh, coach, we're, we're celebrating and, and just like, hey, 500 is a huge milestone. Uh, a second ago in the last segment, we talked about having the impact on on your players and the relationship that you've got because you're, you're coach while, while they're playing. You turn out to be friends. Uh, you said you got 60 text messages. Uh, that's that's a lot. That's fun to, to see your, your your phone get blown up, and uh, I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure you love that. Uh, well, something that your assistant coaches uh, and I have put together is they didn't just want to send text messages. We've also got some messages from former players and friends and coaches. And so, uh, sit back, get comfortable. Hope that chair is not hurting your butt too much because uh, we've got a little bit of time here. Uh, but I just want to. We'll start off with, with your assistant coaches, and we'll just kind of work through a couple people who uh, just wanted to say congratulations to you. So uh, let's let me get that fired up here real quick. Hey, Coach Kimball. This is Coach West. Congrats on win number 500. What a huge accomplishment. It couldn't have happened to a better leader and coach. As a former player and current assistant coach of yours, it has truly been an honor to be a part of this. You've been an inspiration and role model for so many players on and off the field. Congrats again on all your success and this amazing achievement. Coach Wes, and here's uh, Coach Hines. Hey, Coach Campbell, Tanner Hines here. Just wanted to um, just say, wow, man, 500 wins. Uh, what what a what an amazing accomplishment! Uh, there's just a couple of characteristics I think of when when uh, when you see a coach that is experienced and has that many wins, and yours is definitely the bald spot. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, Hudson community and and the Hudson baseball family is just so thankful to have you uh, be be our leader for over these these 20 plus years the integrity the the discipline the uh, the love for the game that you've inspired and in a lot of young men is uh it's just amazing and um uh, just so happy that i got to spend time uh not only as a player but as a coach to learn from you over these years has been a blessing and uh congratulations coach go hornets that's tanner hines and uh here's coach allen Coach Kimball, this is Coach Allen, your assistant coach. It has really been an incredible ride being your assistant the last five years. You have truly been a blessing to my family and me and have been a great leader to look up to. I cannot thank you enough for all the opportunities you have given me. From being a player watching on the outside to being your assistant, I have seen what a difference you have made in not only my life, but in others as well. The way that you so genuinely care about each and every one of your players is something that does not go unnoticed. Congratulations on win number 500. You earned it, you deserve it, and I am thankful I get to celebrate with you on this special milestone. Congrats, Coach, and go Hornets. And then uh, your statistician, Coach Bubba Holland here. Glenn, I have so many fond memories of your family through my 71 years beginning with the time I spent with your grandparents in my early days, playing outside in the hot summer with your mom and Uncle Johnny Keith. Later in life, I was hunting and fishing and playing lots and lots of golf with your dad before you was even born. Then I remember watching you play 12-year-old all-star baseball games at Morris Frank Park. Then I had the pleasure of watching you play high school ball for the Lufkin Panthers. You made all Lufkin Panthers proud. I remember in 1989, I helped you and Todd organize a baseball camp that we had to put on at the Salvation Army gym because of the bad weather. I remember going home telling Judy that one day you and Todd are going to be very successful coaches somewhere. 
And I said, you know, it would be really great if Glenn coached at Lufkin and he had a chance to coach Matt. Golly, 1998 and 1999, you were on the staff when Matt played for the district winning Lufkin Panthers. However, my best memory is when you hired me to be part of your staff at Hudson in 2010. Wow, 13 years and 248 victories later, here we are. Glenn, I can't put into words what you, Julie, Austin, and Peyton have meant to me and Judy. The Hollands love the Kimballs very, very much. That was Bubba Holland, obviously taking it way back in a perspective that obviously uh, only he can. But, uh, Coach, that was four. We got 18 more to go here. So uh, so buckle up, and uh, I'm just going to kind of let, let some of these ride, let these guys introduce uh, themselves here. Hey, Coach. This is Wade Fitzgerald, Coach Fitz. I uh, just wanted to shout out to you and congratulate you on your 500th win. Um, very excited for you. Um, proud of you. You know, you uh, you've been there for me, and and uh, you mean a lot to me. Uh, wouldn't be where I am as a coach or or as a man um, without you. And so, uh, so I'm proud of you, and uh, just looking forward to continuing to see you go for 600. So anyway, congratulations, bud. Coach Campbell, your old buddy Todd Whitting down here at the University of Houston. Congratulations, my uh, roommate and former teammate on your 500th win. That's awesome, man. I'm super proud of you. Hudson's ha Hudson's so lucky to have you. Um, you know, the impact you've made on so many lives of, of young guys there in the Hudson-Lufkin area has been phenomenal. And uh, you're kind of a mainstay there and getting towards legendary status. But uh, from one of your best pals down here in Houston, man, so happy, so proud for you. Good luck the rest of the way. Go Cougs. I think another podcast or a pregame interview is going to be just uh, you and Coach Whitting talking about your college roommate days. I think we, <laughs> I think we could, I think we could make that happen. That'd be fun. He just celebrated 400 wins uh, just yes, last week too. That's yes, uh, that, that's awesome. Uh, we'll, we'll keep it rolling here. Coach Kimball, Ryan Williams here. Hey man, I just want to say congratulations on the 500 wins. That is phenomenal. There's not many coaches that can say they did that. You know, you've you've been doing this for 29, 30 years. You've you've made a lot of boys become men. You've been great for the community, and you've been a great friend to me ever since you even taught me pitching lessons back when I was 14 years old. Thanks for everything you do, brother. Congratulations. This is Ryan Westbrook, and I played for Coach Kimball in 2008. Coach Kimball was influential all throughout my time playing baseball in high school as well as in college. Thank you, Coach, for the time you invested in all of us. I was grateful for being able to play for you and now to be able to work with you. Congratulations on 500 wins. Hey, this is Richie Crenshaw. Congratulations, Coach Kimball, on earning your 500th win. I'm proud to have had the opportunity to work with you and the many athletes who went through your program. Through your professionalism and work ethic you instill in your athletes, it's no surprise that you were able to reach a special milestone in your career. While today is a day for celebration, please know that your time and effort with your athletes and fellow coaches goes far beyond winning. You are a role model for resilience and a no-quit attitude that applies to life as much as winning baseball games. Thank you for being a role model to so many. Wishing you the best on this special day. I also think Crenshaw would be a fantastic pregame interview just to hear some stories about y'all too. So uh, uh, he, we've got plenty to say up in the press box when we're hanging out with him. He's, he's hilarious. Uh, here's one. We got to hear from him on Tuesday night on the, on the broadcast, but uh, he also wanted to send a message here. Congratulations, Glenn Kimball. 
man, 500 wins. I didn't know you were going to include all those seventh grade B team basketball games in your record, man. No, but on a serious note, it couldn't happen to a better guy, man. Um, you've always carried yourself with integrity and, 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 you know, you treat every kid fair and, you know, you believe in the, um, working hard and doing the right thing. And if you do those things, then you're always going to be successful, and that's why you've averaged over 20 wins a season. So I wanted to wish you congratulations, Glenn. Couldn't happen to a better guy, man, and I really mean that. This is Kyle Lovelace. Played for Coach Kimball in high school. Went on to play baseball at the University of Houston. Currently with the Los Angeles Angels. Just wanted to tell Coach Kimball congratulations on his 500th win. Um, huge milestone. I was there for 300 and. Nolan gets a little bit sweeter every time. Just want to tell Coach Kimball thank you for everything he's done. The opportunity that he's not only given myself, but numerous amounts of other players that's come through the program. Uh, phenomenal person, phenomenal coach. He's the epitome of what it means to be a Hudson Hornet. Um, congratulations, Coach. Coach, you said he was here for 300. Do you know who you played for your 300th win? No, I do not. I'm sorry. I... You played Shepard. Y'all won 5-0 to zero in that one. Here's a guy who was here for your 400. Congratulations. Uh, 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 hey. Pardon me, let me pause this. Here's a guy who was playing on your 400th win. I'll let you take a guess on who that win was here in a second. Hey, Coach, it's Hank. Just want to congratulate you on your 500th win. Uh, just want to thank you for everything you've done for me. I wouldn't be where I'm at today without you. Um, didn't feel like too long ago we won that 400th game, and now you're at 500. Congrats, Coach. So win 400 was against Huntington. Uh, y'all won 7-3 to three in that ball game. Um, I couldn't find stats for uh, 100 and 200. I don't think internet existed back then. Uh, I'm not real sure. But uh, uh, but now here's here's some more. And this is a, a, a faithful listener. He's probably already listening tonight. He is like on every broadcast, every, every time he leaves a comment. Uh, check this out. Yes, Coach Kimball, this is Coach Barrington. I'm calling to uh, congratulate you on your 500th win. And I know you have many, many more in your career before you retire. God bless. Hey, Coach. This is Jim Goldman from Longview High School via Carthage, via Central, via Uvalde. <laughs> hey, congratulations, my friend, on your 500th victory. Well-deserved. You've had a lot of great teams and players, and you've maximized all their talent, and you've done it the right way. Hey, you taught me to clean out the dugouts, so I appreciated that. Don't know what those dugouts looked before then, but thanks. Coach, again, congratulations. <laughs> Bye. Uh, I love that. I love that. There's there's obviously some fu- some fun stories there. There's a backstory to that. <laughs> All right, we'll keep it. We're we're almost we're getting there. We're getting closer, Coach. Um, here we go. Hey, this is Jeff Walker. Just want to issue some congratulations to Coach Kimball. He uh, he hired me on 16 years ago, fresh out of college. He took a chance on me. I'll be forever grateful for that. Learned a lot about the game of baseball and coaching from him. Nobody's done it better in East Texas than that guy. Very thankful to have been under his tutelage for a long time. And uh, I've moved on now into the principal world in education. But I first started with him, and I'll be forever grateful. Coach Kimball, congratulations, man. Job well done. You deserve every second of recognition you get. Hope all is well, buddy. Howdy, this is Jake Wood. Played for Coach Kimball from 07 to 09. Lots of great memories. Won a lot of games back then, but really the part that sticks out to me the most is is the relationship Coach had with myself and, and the rest of the guys. The off the field stuff, the 
the conversations we'd have during Fungo, uh, just the impact he, he had on myself. Uh, I know he's had that same impact for lots of guys who have come through the program. So, Coach, just want to say congrats. 500 is a huge accomplishment. Uh, super happy for you. Couldn't happen to a, a better guy and a better role model. Hey, Coach Campbell. This is Hunter Rowe. I just wanted to say congratulations on your 500th win. It couldn't have happened to a better guy. I'm proud to have been a part of a few of these wins over the years, and I'm excited to see what the future holds for Hudson Baseball. I want to say thank you for the discipline that you've instilled in all of us, and thank you for teaching us to respect not only ourselves, but the game of baseball as well. Best of luck to you and the rest of Hudson Baseball. Congrats, Coach. My name is Gentry Ford, and I was a player for Coach Kimball between 2011 and 2014. I was actually able to be a part of his 300th win, which I believe was against Shepard. Um, I would like to say that, yeah, no doubt he's a great coach, but more than anything, he's a man that I'm able to look up to as a player and as a coach. He shows how to be a true mentor to kids and sets the bar high when it comes to character. He is for sure one of my favorite coaches, and I would even go the distance to say a father figure in my life. Uh, coach, I just want to say congratulations on your 500th win, an incredible career that you have had up to this point. Um, you deserve it, man. You deserve it. Obviously, Gentry Ford was uh, driving down 94 at this time uh, while, while doing that uh, on that one. Uh, Coach, I mean, okay, power rank all the catchers that you've had back in the day. I'm just kidding. You don't got to do that. You've got a list of them, though. I'm just looking at this. I'm like, man, there's just catcher after catcher after catcher. Uh, that's, that's impressive. We'll keep it rolling here. Just a couple more. I'm Daniel Music. Coach Kimball was my coach throughout my high school career. It was such an honor and a pleasure to have him as my coach and mentor. Congratulations on this huge milestone of 500 career wins, Coach. Congratulations, baby brother. I love you from your big sister. Yay, Glenn. Woo! <laughs> love that. Coach Kimball, it's Brandon Belt here. Just want to say congratulations on your 500th win as a head coach. Um, you deserve it more than anybody I know. Uh, one of my favorite things about you was how you always demanded the best out of us as players and as people. And because of that, everyone knows that you care about us and how we act, um, and how we turn into adults, uh, once we leave your program. And I think that's what makes you so special. I can honestly sit here and say that you are the best coach that I've ever had. And because of you, I am in the big leagues right now. And I can't ever thank you enough for that. Um, if, I know there's got to be a Hall of Fame out there that you deserve to be in. I'm not sure what it is. Maybe the Texas High School Baseball Hall of Fame. Um but anyways, shoot, they might need to put you in the Major League Hall of Fame. You're that good. But anyways, thank you so much for all you've done for me and all you've done for the Hudson Baseball Program. And uh, here's to you being the the best coach that East Texas has ever seen. Congratulations again. Hey, it's Julie. And Austin. And Peyton. Congratulations on 500 wins. We're so proud of you. And we love you. Well, Coach, that was uh, 
That was your family there getting to, 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 to wrap it up. There's 22 messages here and plenty more <clears throat> hundreds that I'm sure that we could have done. And uh, listen, I'll make this promise to you. This is the last time I'll make all the attention be on you here this season. I know uh, th- this is something. But, Coach, th- there's something to be said about uh, just uh, – the, the longevity, the consistency, uh, the leadership, and, and the value uh, that you place into other people's lives. And, yes, you don't throw a ball. Yes, you don't swing a bat uh, when you're out there. Uh, but the relationships that you build with, with your players, with your community, your other coaches, uh, it doesn't go unnoticed. And coach, it's, um, being a head coach is hard. Being an athletic director, uh, it's hard. And, and there's a million headaches with it. But just to take some time and just say, we appreciate you as a community for everything that you've, you've done for us. Uh, you listen, I, I wish, I still wish to this day that uh, I look back, I wish I'd have played, got to play for you. You know, you still bought those cleats for me. I still think I owe you that $100 for those cleats that I never got to use. Um, I had to do something about getting, like, you know, concrete bricks off my feet at the track or something. But, uh, but this, communi- uh, this community really appreciates you and uh, you've done an incredible job. The work is not done, obviously, uh, but we just wanted to say uh, thank you and thanks to once again to your assistant coaches and just trying to reach out and find as many uh, people that we could think of that would that would get you get you in the fields a little bit. And uh, I wanted to do this in the morning because obviously I couldn't get this on you right before a game. I would never do that to you. So, uh, coach, uh, anything you want to say? We just, we just wanted to say thank you. Well, I'm just a little overwhelmed. Yeah. To be fair to all the, all the listeners here too, I I did I did tell him that I was just going to ask him about a couple games in the past, and then uh, you know just just kind of shoot the breeze a little bit. So I, I didn't give you a ton of uh, warning or, or heads up on this, but um, I do know this was um, this was just something small and special, and uh, that we wanted to do. For, I mean, 500 wins that's that's a lot. There's there's only a handful, and listen, I. Uh, I have some time on my hands. I don't have a ton, but I went through and looked at uh, just through 4A baseball. Of course, what's what's on the, you know, what's on the web page right now in 4A. Uh, you're number four. And listen, I know you don't care. Uh, you, this, this doesn't mean this is just a number. Uh, but for our fans in 4A, you're number four currently in total wins. There's uh, Steve Chapman at Cal Allen has. 1,116 wins before, you know, four season starts. Uh, you know, obviously he's been there for 40 years. John Dean and Canyon has 524 year, uh, wins in 24 years of coaching. Corey Beckham at China Spring, you know, was at Lake Belton, 512 after 23 years of coaching. And coach here, you are at uh, 500. And uh, it's just special. The longevity and the consistency is, um, man, it's it's to be rivaled by none, honestly. Like, it's just, it's cool to see that. Because you don't see it happen very often, especially in one spot from the beginning. And hopefully we'll have you all the way till, you know, till the end. Hope, hopefully my kid gets to play, you know, left field, center field for you one day. But um, until that point, we just want to say thank you. And uh, we, we really appreciate everything you've done for us, Coach. Well, I just want to thank everybody out there for taking the time to, to do that, um, it means a lot. Yeah, it means a lot. I know it does. I know it does. Uh, and we want to thank our, our fans and listeners for listening in here on this special pregame show. The pregame show's not over yet because, uh, in true Glenn Kimball fashion, uh, we've got to keep our superstitions uh, intact. And since the Hornets haven't lost yet, uh, you know, in district play, since we've I've been interviewing Coach Allen, I'm going to have to go back to the field and get an interview in with him now. So uh, we'll cut to a quick break. We'll come back, talk with Coach Allen, then we'll give you our starting lineups, and we'll get first pitch underway in a moment. Thanks so much for listening in here as we're celebrating Coach Kimball uh, here on Next Play Sports. Thanks, everybody.
When you're looking to buy or sell your next property, seek out the expertise of seasoned veteran Pat Penn with Remax Home and Country. Pat is a certified real estate broker and the owner of Remax Home and Country. So buying or selling Pat Penn is the way to go. Be sure to like the Facebook page or give him a call at 936-465-1234. Pat Penn with Remax Home and Country, proud sponsor on Next Play Sports. Pelican Point is a Cajun kitchen bringing you delicious, authentic Cajun cooking and unmatched hospitality from the heart of Southwest Louisiana. Give some of their favorites a try today. The oysters, gumbo, ribeyes, it's all good, but just do me a favor and be sure to finish the night with the New Orleans style beignets. Pelican Point has online ordering available and you can view the whole menu at pelicanpointtx.com or simply go to the Pelican Point Facebook page and check out all of the latest specials and promotional offers that they have for you. Pelican Point is proud to support on Next Play Sports. As promised to Coach Kimball, as you just heard on the, on the interview, superstition is going to uh, remain here until it's broken. And uh, I'm not as superstitious as uh, I'd call it, as Michael Scott would say, a little stitious. But uh, we'll, um, we'll keep this thing going here with assistant coach Colby Allen. Uh, coach, uh, we'll keep the, the theme running as we're you know, getting to celebrate and honor and recognize you know, Coach Kimball for his accomplishments. Uh, uh, you've been behind the scenes on a lot of this, getting to uh, really make some, some fun stuff happen. It's always hard to surprise uh, somebody who doesn't want to ever talk about themselves or whatever uh but coach Kimball uh is a you know obviously a fantastic coach and we, we've enjoyed this what's this last couple of days going to be like celebrating him man it's been fun because you know he he doesn't like any attention on him but uh we've as a coaching staff have made a point to put all the emphasis on him and uh what's what a huge accomplishment in 500 wins not many people can say they did that and not many people can say they did that at one school. And to see him do that and to see him achieve that and just to be here standing by his side while he's done that has just been it's just been incredible. What was the uh what was the feeling like during the during the game? Do you forget about stuff like that and you and you're more in just in the moment in the game or is it kind of sitting in the back of your head? No, I believe it was on everybody's mind. I think all the guys knew um you know, and I think that there was a little bit of pressure there, um, knowing that that was uh, on the on the line that night. Um, but the, I thought the guys handled it uh, really maturely. Um, we didn't play great, but um, they they never got down on themselves, and they never knew that they were out of it. And they just came back in the seventh inning, and just what an incredible win uh, for number five hundred. It was it was a lot of fun. Uh, tell me this. Let's talk about the relationship that you, uh, Coach West, Coach Tanner, uh, all have with Coach Kimball. Um, so let's talk. Let's just ask the question: Who messes with him the most out of the three of y'all? Me, one hundred percent. Me, one hundred percent. I always he's so superstitious about uh, other teams, and I always I've told him for the last two years. You know, well we're good. Well, we're good. Yeah. We've got a good team. So why can't we say other people are um, not as good as us? Because, um, as, as you know, we were in the top ten a couple of times, and uh, we had lots of success the last couple of years. So um, that's been fun to just mess with him and uh, um, do all that, and it drives him nuts. A, it, who's, the, who's the close second there? If there's a, if there's a second place, who would it be? Uh, man, we've kind of got Wes on board. Um, we've got Wes on board this year, and uh, he likes to poke the bear a lot. And then, uh, you know, Tanner, he's always a goofball, and he, he's been poking the bear for a lot longer than I have, but um, he's still hanging in there.
Yeah, that's that's fantastic. That's incredible. Um, coming off a good win uh, tonight. It's a Tuesday night. It seems like the last couple of days have been a, a whirlwind. Uh, just of seeing everything. You know, late night Friday. You know, getting to celebrate and uh, game balls. Everybody basically got a game ball. It looked like last game. Tell me, tell me about that. You know, that was awesome. You know, I just told him, I said, hand out everybody a game ball and let them write on there that it's Kimball's 500th win, you know. And so we did. We handed them around the uh, circle, and all the guys got to write on it. And I think there's four of them in our office that we've wrote, Kimball's 500th win. So uh, get, a, get a glass case, and we'll be able to put that in the, uh, in the office for a little while. That's neat. Well, Coach, uh, as always, thank you for your time. Let's uh, go get a win here. Let's continue to uh, to play good baseball here in district play and, and stay at the top of the district. So good luck to you, Coach. Let's look at them. Let's do it. Go Hornets. Assistant Coach Colby Allen joining us here on Next Play Sports. We'll be right back in just a moment.